All right, welcome to a new episode of Guys Who Law. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jesse. And today we are focusing on our home state, New York. There's some bills in the works, some potential laws that could potentially come into effect that are that are pretty interesting. So there, there, there's two, Jesse. Want to, want to start? Yeah, we figured they go hand in hand. Scooters and prostitution. <laughs> You can't think of one without thinking of the other. Peanut butter and jelly. Right. So first, we're going to start out with this uh, potential law to legalize electronic scooters and electronic bikes. Didn't even know what an electronic bike was. Had to look it up beforehand when I heard about it. They're pro- they're really popular. Didn't know about it. Thought and, ever, they would just look like a regular bike. But and, and and second, there is a bill to legalize prostitution in New York City. Let's just make it very clear: none of this is law yet. But it could potentially be law. Let's start off with the scooters and the e-bikes. This law is actually closer to becoming a real law than the prostitution. There was a bill passed. It needs Governor Cuomo to actually sign it. But it would legalize the use of scooters and e-bikes. Um, not just. I'm not talking about New York City. I'm talking about all of New York State here. But this bill does have some limitations. First, there would be no riding on sidewalks or public promenades. Uh, it would forbid them from being going over 20 miles per hour, and the riders have to be at least 16 years old. Also, there would be no ride-sharing programs in Manhattan. These e-bikes, these e-scooters cannot be used on the Hudson River Greenway, which is the world's most popular bike lane. And interestingly enough, helmets are not required. These are some of the things. Cities and towns would set their own rules, so they would decide if they want to have these ride-sharing programs. But a couple of other requirements for the scooters, uh, you always have to have one hand on the handlebar. You always have to yield the right way to pedestrians. Uh, You can't cling to other vehicles. Andrew, I see you right there. I know what you like to do. Um, Now, if the scooter rider is over 18, that person can't leave the scene of a collision that causes injury. Seems to make sense there. And uh, I think that's just like the regular law. Like yeah, you're not supposed so, to do that generally. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> and um, you have to ride in the bike lane if there is one or at the furthest right edge of a street to prevent interference with traffic. So these are kind of the requirements. I w- we're going to get more into the law. First question I have for you is, mm. is this a good idea? So the, the purpose of this is... To help, you know, low-income uh, people uh, get around easier, and whether it's New York City or in other areas, they don't have to take uh, um, sometimes public transportation that's more expensive, their own cars. Well, tr- the train system's a disaster. Yeah, New York State, I get it. This probably makes sense. This, are we on? Like, is, do we check this before? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're good. Okay, yeah, good. We're, I, I turned it on. So for New York State, I think this is fine. There's enough room out there. Let them sprawl. Let them scooter. Let them e-bike, whatever, e-whatever it is. Let them do it. Let, let you what? <laughs> there's three different types of e-bike. just make up a verb? E-bike, yeah. All right. You uh, e-bike your way to e-bike. <laughs> so, but New York City, so if you've never been in New York City, it is a shit show in terms of how crowded <laughs> it is on, on the streets and on the sidewalks, especially in Manhattan. I just can't. First of all, driving a car in Manhattan is scary as is. Yeah. Can you imagine driving a scooter in the middle of traffic? Yeah. And you don't have to wear a helmet. I mean, just by cycling, like they have bike lanes in the city, but right. I think you should still be concerned for your safety if you're like biking on those in those bike lanes. And, and then supposedly, these scooters, if this bill was passed, they won't be able to bike on the sidewalk, which I think won't actually happen. People will scooter on the side, sidewalk. You think they're going to immediately break the law? Yes. I but they're going to be mess. caught in 30 seconds. There's police everywhere. 
Well, and I, how are you going to get through traffic? You talk about what about human traffic on the on the sidewalk? You're going to get through people on a scooter? Yeah, I've I've already seen people do this. I've already I've already seen criminals out there breaking the law with their e-scooters. They're they're out on the sidewalks already. These hoodlums. Now they open the floodgates. They're going to be everywhere. I don't even know a person that owns a scooter. I used to own a, a, an electric scooter. Am I judging you now? I don't know. It's the Maybe. It, it's the best. So really? so I've actually had some recent experience with electric scooters and. Uh, and I and I like them a lot. I was in Nashville, that has a ride. They they've legalized uh, scooter ride sharing, like kind of like uh, you see the city bikes, like the bike sharing programs in in different cities. They have that for scooter sharing. But in other words, they have a dock where you you rent it out of. You move it. You go to another dock. No, it, it it's basically absolute chaos. So they're everywhere you walk on the sidewalk. There's scooters, like every five feet, just lying around. And you have an app on your phone. You go up to the scooter. And pay for it there, and then you ride it for however long you want to. It charges you once it stops. It's pretty cheap, and then you just leave it wherever you are. You can leave it anywhere you want. Yeah, so it's, it's, it was great, and Nashville is great because it's kind of like spread out. They have it in Austin, I know too. Some places in California. <laughs> this sounds like Grand Theft Auto. Like when I'm done with it, I just jump off and I, ri- I like, jump onto another scooter. I couldn't believe this was possible. It was, for, it was, it was amazing, and it's legal. It's illegal. It was so much cheaper than like Ubering. Or How much gabbing. is it? It was like uh, for an hour, for an hour. I think it was like seven dollars. Are scooters tough to drive to ride? I don't even know. Uh, no, they're they're pretty easy. Okay, it goes like a maximum of. What they're saying in, in this bill, it would be a maximum of twenty miles per hour. I don't even think they went that fast. I think it was like yeah, they can't go more than twenty miles per hour. Uh, and with the e-bikes, they have three different kind of classes of bikes that they're going to legalize. The first class pedal-assisted electronic bikes that has a top speed of 20 miles per hour. And then for the second and third class, these are throttle-controlled electronic bikes that won't go any more than 25 miles per hour. Yeah. It's not, it's pretty fast, though. So there's – there's this bill doesn't consider ride-sharing, like a scooter-sharing. That's not going to be – well, that's not going to – that's not happening right now. But. Yeah. Th- they believe these ride-sharing companies for sco- – these ride-sharing yeah. e-scooter companies, yeah. they believe that it will eventually be legal in Manhattan. Yeah. It would be a disaster if that was illegal. If that was, became legal in Manhattan, yeah, there'll be scooters everywhere on the street every no, five no, no, seconds. No, even if they have to build more docks, like city bike, don't we have enough dock <laughs> stations? Plus, they're going to have to change the roads. A big concern is if you're going to now allow for these scooters and electronic bikes, you have to build another lane. I mean, that, more construction, more congestion, more traffic. Yeah, we were. I mean, with Uber coming in and Lyft and all these and all these ride-sharing services, it's already created more traffic in the city. I can imagine. I mean, maybe maybe the argument is that scooters would eliminate the need to be using cabs as much, be using cars as much, or people to drive. So there would be less. Maybe there would be less traffic. But I have a feeling that it's just going to lead to more people scootering on the sidewalk. I have a feeling it's <laughs> going to lead to more death. I mean, this sounds terrifying. Now you said at the beginning one of the rationales that they had was that low-income people. Um, you know, it's a great alternative for them. It's also people who are in the uh, food delivery service industry. It's a great way to deliver food. It's also better for the environment. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. But does it, it doesn't necessarily mean your food's going to get there quicker, right? Uh, probably not quicker. I mean, right right now, it, there's a lot of bicycles, people, you know. Electronic bikes don't go necessarily faster than regular bikes. They give you kind of like a leg up. If you're getting kind of tired, they'll give you a boost through the motor and the engine. But that doesn't necessarily mean your food's going to get there quicker. But people who are in these kinds of uh, food delivery service industries, they were getting in trouble for using their scooters and their bike, their electronic bikes, 
and they're just trying to do their jobs. I get that. I get that. The the environment one, we're all trying to save this planet. I get it. I'm just worried that I this is going to lead to a lot more problems. Like why why has scootering become a lot more popular recently? Like it had its it had its upswing in maybe the late 90s early 2000s when when razor I didn't know the history razor, of scootering so well. I had one of those the razor scooters they were so popular. Oh my gosh. Razor Did you scooter. frost your tips too? No, I think I wasn't that cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was cool? Yeah, well, yeah, it was cool. Uh, all right. Then. Well, so, but then then it hasn't been around for the, like 10 years and I see I see the scooters everywhere now. Yeah, I haven't seen them many in the city. What yeah. I have seen is kind of like I don't know if this is a scooter. Maybe it is a scooter. I've seen people who it looks like a miniature Segway where they're literally putting no effort. You know what? It's a scooter. The, I'm un- wrong. the, the unicycle thing? I don't know. Where people <laughs> are literally move. No, they're moving um, without their hands. Yeah, it's it's like kind of like a unicycle but motorized. Is walking that boring for people? Well, I've seen they also have motorized skateboards now too. I don't think this bill applies to that, but no. there's definitely people using motorized skateboards in the city. I don't get it. It actually looks pretty cool. Like if I could, I would love to do that. People are but. just becoming more and more lazy. Yeah. Every invention How about, is wa- just, about walking? How about walking? Yeah, every invention just makes us more lazy. And that's what I, I have a feeling. Although, and look, the bike, great exercise, regular bike. The electronic bike helps you. And one of the reasons they said this, and this is what the rationale to legalize e-bikes, is a lot of people are on their way to work mm. or different events, and they don't want to be sweaty, especially in Manhattan. I mean, did you feel it yesterday? It was a balmy 87 degrees. Imagine driving that thing in a suit. So the electronic bike, you don't have to, it does, you don't have to pedal as much. You won't become as sweaty. It's a really good alternative to get to A to B without getting exhausted and sweaty. Yeah, listen, I think there's probably parts of the city, like certain like where certain boroughs where this could be good, um, but there's other parts where it's so congested already that it would just make things more dangerous. So there's gonna be people who do it anyway, and maybe they'll be okay. Maybe they won't be, but. I think they just got to be careful of like how many people do this. I think what what I think is going to happen is this will pass. Like they will legalize e-bike scooters, people using them themselves, but scooter ride sharing in in Manhattan will not happen. There's one group um of a ride sharing company. I don't know if it was uh Bird or Lime that manufactured these scooters. They said that they think it's coming here in 2020 or 2021. Yeah, I think the city I don't think the city should allow it. It's just like not this right city for something like that. It's too congested, um, and I've used both of those companies before. They were both in Nashville. Oh, there's really? like four so different. Popular. There's like four different companies. Uber owns some of them. Lyft owns some of them too. Not 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 shocked by yeah. that at all. And I was asking people around. I was like, "Have you seen a lot of injuries happen? Especially when people are out drinking? Oh, like yeah. Like they've been putting in cities that are like, no, kind of more party cities too. Yeah. Austin, Nashville, um, I think in California, there's a few. But in New York City, like this late at night, people want to like get bar, bar hop. This, this, they might consider this a good option. What about the fact that how many times are you almost dinged by a bike, but by, by like a biker on your right side or your left side when you're walking out of a cab or you're walking out of the street? Zroom, I always, you know, now it's gonna be scooters all over the place. You know what I always have a problem with when because there's the bike line and then there's when you cross the street. But sometimes I, w- I want to cross the like middle section where like there's kind of like a mini sidewalk there, but then bike people are coming, so I try to t- yep, time out my walk, uh-huh. and I don't time it properly. Don't you feel like Frogger? A, l- a, a little, little bit, bit like yeah, Frogger. Yeah. Remember the movie Premium Rush? Yes, with Joseph great Gordon? movie. Great movie, even better story I'm about to tell you. Yeah. When that movie came out, I would say like about six months later, I'm on the street, <laughs> biker comes right by me, goes, Premium Rush, bro! <laughs> 
now they have to make a scooter movie that's appropriate. This would be good for messengers too, messenger services. I don't feel like there's a lot of messenger services. There is. I mean, I, uh, we don't use one, but the pe- people use it. Maybe. Yeah. Might be more people serving other people. Look, de Blasio, who's hated these e-scooters and has fined them and cracked down on them, and same thing with e-bikes, he's kind of okay with this. He supports the legislation. He's open to the change, which seems kind of surprising to him. How would the city make more money off of this? It sounds like it would cost the city more. For, for this, I don't know how they would make more money. It just sounds like it's going to be a more... If anything, they'd have to make more bike lanes or whatever. I don't know. Going. Do you want a society where everybody's on little scooters and little electronic it was really, devices? It was really fun in Nashville. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. now I know how you're getting to work. <laughs> all right. So uh, we'll have to see what happens there. But most likely, Governor Cuomo supports this. I'm imagining this is going to be signed into law pretty soon. Yep. I got to start finding my scooter. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's move on to the next proposed legislation. This one, probably not as likely to be instituted in law as of yet, but there's, I don't know, there's a chance it might be. So there is a proposal that was introduced to the New York legislature, it was earlier this month, that would move to decriminalize, meaning take away all the penalties for those who buy or sell sex. It's called the Stop Violence in the Sex Trades Act. Um, it's a bunch of different measures, and it would repeal a lot of the penalties out there, a lot of the laws that are basically instituted that have been the law of the land for quite some time. If New York were to do this and ultimately decriminalize prostitution, it would be uh, the first state to do this. I mean, Nevada allows it in, a, in several different areas of the state, but imagine New York fully allowing it. Um, and this would be a really interesting thing to do. Cuomo has not endorsed this bill in the same way that he has endorsed the scooters and the e-bikes. The reasoning for doing this is a few different reasons. They say that by making it legal, it's actually a benefit to sex workers. Now they're going to get government resources. They'll be able to be tested more frequently. They'll have access to condoms. They'll be able to go to the law law enforcement if they have a problem. Because one of the big concerns was that when they were abused in any way and they would go to police, they'd say, well, you're a prostitute. You were doing something illegal. We can't really help you. And a court wouldn't look too happily at this. And and there's that way, too. And the idea is that it would create less violence. Uh, It would be good for the state because they'd be able to tax these services. You're able to control it, able to regulate it, and it creates a safer environment. Plus... Women who, um, you know, women and you know, men too, they say it's our bodies. We should choose what to do with it, with our bodies. And it's a consensual relationship. What does it matter? It's really, there's no harm there. These laws came about back when it was a, we were putting on laws in the books about public morals and lewd acts. All it is is two people having sex and there's an exchange of money. Is that really that big of a deal? That's the side to support it. And then we are going to talk about potential problems. I first want to ask you your thoughts on that. So it's an interesting question. I mean, other other countries have legalized it, like Netherlands, Sweden, New Zealand. Um, and, you know, I haven't been there and seen, seen what, what exactly goes on and seen all the stats, but um, there's something to be said for, uh, you know, cleaning up that, that uh, you, know, you know, what's going on. It's, it's happening anyway. If, if there's a system that, that can make it so that, um, you know, prost- in pro- people are are resorting to prostitution. That it's done in a safe way. That that it's regulated. They they can get benefits. Um, and and even if this bill 
were to be passed, there would still be restrictions on prostitution. But not as many as you think. Here's the thing. Yeah. And, and I, the lawyering law would be taken off the books. In other words, you could have a, you could have a prostitute on every street corner. You could have advertising on prostitution here but there in could the city. Be, but there could be restrictions that say you can't solicit prostitutes not? on the street. Why not? If it's legal. Well, you, well you, you, make, you make a restriction saying that it has to be done in a professional way. Like you would book any other services like, I don't know, like a hairdresser appointment. Or you say <laughs> treat it just like a massage service. That you book some, I, I guess, yeah. I don't know. I think if it's legalized, it's going to be very hard to police that, and I think you would more people would see it. You know, it might not be. It's when they say it's a. Is it is it bad if more people see it? In a way, I mean, if you, in a way, do you want it more blatant and more open for everybody to see? Would you want little kids seeing it? I but I think there they could, know what's going on. I think there could be restrictions that say like you can't solicit prostitution on like. On, in an open environment, it needs to be like through. If it's a business. Why a not store, a storefront? They the problem is they're going to treat it like a business. It's going to be regulated like but a they business. They don't need to. This it is might even have than... it might even have health codes, grades A, B, and C. I don't know who's going. If to that's the, the case, C. but if this, is, if this is legalized, it should have health yeah. codes. Yeah, it, it should. should Imagine going to a C-rated uh, brothel. Yeah, I mean, there, there probably would need to be requirements that you need to be tested like every so often. Sure. That you know maybe. Uh, there's tax benefits. They get health benefits. Right. You, but here, he, uh, there's a quote, and I want to read it. This is from Melissa Holland. She's the co-founder and executive director of Awaken. It's an anti-sex trafficking nonprofit. Mm. We know from research when you legalize prostitution, you increase the demand for it. So when the demand goes up, you have to increase the supply, and that's in trafficking women and children. The argument there, and this one I think is a pretty strong argument, that if you legalize prostitution, more people are going to abuse it. You're going to try to introduce more forced labor, more forced sex. I mean, think about it. If it's a legal thing, wouldn't it be easier to make to to abuse it? If it's that's the way that I look at it. Well, why wouldn't somebody just go the legal route then instead of going the legal route? Since it is legal now, it's like it's, it's, it's whenever you put something on a platform, whenever yeah. you make it legal, whenever you get, make it available to people, they're going to abuse it one way or but another. But is that the case with like marijuana has become? They've legalized it recreationally and, and medically in and, and a lot of different states. Has that increased the, the illegal uses of it? I, I think in a way it's probably hurt the black market. I mean, in a way I think it's helped the black market. Um, there yeah. might be things from the black market that you can't get in the regular market. The way that I look at it with I think it's made it safer, though. It's made it so that you know what you're getting. Like, there's, you don't know if it's laced with anything. Maybe, but here's the, here's the other way to look at it. If something is illegal and it's hidden and it's in the shadows, police – know what to look for, right? Anytime they see kind of a semblance of it, okay, we kind of see it. But if something is legal and it's out in the open and it becomes commonplace, isn't it going to be harder to detect something that's illegal? You get what I'm saying? I just, Are they going to be I've looking? Seen, I've seen other examples of that too. Like when alcohol was prohibited, that was a shit show. Like yep. the 20, there, there was all these underground places and people were getting bad batches of alcohol that made them super sick. Like, I don't know, sex isn't as taboo as it was. You know, I, I, I assume that this isn't someone's, you know, first choice and career in terms of what they want to do. But there are other jobs like that also that it's not your first choice, but you, you need to make a living. And if it's, cons if it's consensual, if, it, if there's not abuse, if it's not, uh, um, if there's not human trafficking, then, you know, who am I to say that it's, right. that, you, that you can't make a living that way? L let's step back. Andrew and I are not prostitutes. Yes. Um, I've never been one. I don't know if Andrew's ever been one. Yeah. 
No, no. 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 Okay, good, good to know. Good no. to know. Uh, so it's not. We don't really know what it's like. Uh, but when I did look at this topic, there's a number of uh, former or current sex workers who say. The misconception that if you legalize it, everything's going to be okay is wrong. And I don't think everything's going to be okay. I understand the downsides. Like, sex trafficking is a big, big problem, not only in our country, but in other countries, too, that have have legalized it. So I think there would just need to be, you know, if they do legalize it, there would need to be heavy restrictions in place to help, uh, you know— Minimize, but what would be a good restriction? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so they keep it now all to these organizations, these companies. So there would be two ways to do it, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to get a prostitute, then you can have one order to your house. Maybe you need to get a license, a certain type of of license from the state to get to operate a brothel. Yeah, but then doesn't that kind of turn those the the brothel owners into like pimps? But they're going to have to comply with the law in order to keep their license. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I, I it, it, it's there's so much room for abuse if they ultimately make it legal. Now the other yeah. side of it is, who is anybody to judge that who wants to engage in sex work or receive it? You know, who's anybody to judge? There are people out there who get, you know they want to you know get prostitutes for all different kinds kinds of reasons. There are people who s- sell these services for all different kinds of reasons. If they're making a living and they're happy, who like you said, who's anybody to judge? I'm just worried about all the things that it brings. You yeah, know? I mean, it is interesting that Nevada, where it's legal in certain areas, has a 63 has a 63% higher rate of illegal sex trade than any other state in the country. Um, and there's more, isn't there more rape there too? There's more rape there in Nevada as well, right? Yeah, Nevada's ranked sixth in the country for rapes and sexual assaults. All right, That's now, I'm not saying it's a direct correlation to prostitu- the legality of prostitution, but think about it. If you're creating an environment where more people are going to get together easily and it's a they're engaging in sex, you can see how there may be more instances of assault and rape and drug use. That's the problem. But maybe it's happening now already, but it's just not being reported. So how do we know what those stats, those stats are right now? So your support you're in the camp where well, if it becomes legal then the then sex workers can come forward more easily to police. Even if this doesn't get legalized, I'd probably be in the camp that I, that they're shielded from being prosecuted, like so they feel comfortable going forward to the to to the police if they're abused. Maybe and the, the yeah. other point of it is who who cares? You know, it's it does seem like a victimless crime. I mean, did you care when Robert Kraft was accused of soliciting prostitutes? Did that change your perspective of of him in any way? I mean, maybe it changed how I visualized him, but like, um, I, don't know. I don't care. I mean, the human trafficking part is the disturbing part, but he wouldn't he wouldn't know if that person was like a being for into forced labor if it was just someone who was working for that company. But that's what it, it seemed like some consensual sort of act. It doesn't. I mean, he's fine. It looks like he's gonna be getting yeah, off for that so, uh, yeah. as well. Um, it, it would be weird to tax sex services though. Is it, is it weird now that we tax marijuana? No. Tax, but it'd be the same way if you like any kind of service. Like, it, I don't know, massage, gym services, right? Everything's taxed in a way. But this is just a different kind of tax. It's a body tax. Yeah, I mean, it's already probably in Nevada. I assume it's being taxed in certain ways. And I know like there's a, there's a movie that I, I saw once with Helen Hunt called Sessions. I think it took place in Nevada. That in certain states... Sex therapy is also um, legal. I don't know if it's just it might, it might just sex be therapy. So for people who have trouble <laughs> having sex, some issues there, like 
there are certain therapists that have sex with you in order for you to get over those issues and work on those issues. It happened. So let me tell you the example. From this, this is movie. their business model. Yes, this is another, it ha, wow. in this movie. Helen Hunt Genius. was a sex therapist who had who had sex with her clients a certain number of times. They limit the amount of times you can do it, and I think this is true. Like actually, how it works. And her client had polio and didn't really know how to go about having sex. So she worked with him to, you know, get used to that and get comfortable with that. And this was legal. I think I don't I don't know if this is a true story, but I I think it's legal in some places. <laughs> and she was sentenced to sixty seven years. Yeah, I'm the look of sessions. It's a it's a real real movie. But what's interesting is if they bring this into the fold <laughs> and it becomes a normal workplace, there's going to be like you said, look, health codes. But then sexual harassment laws would apply as well. You know, yeah, well, sexual being... harassment laws apply anyway, and so do rape laws and it, abuse laws. But the problem is people aren't coming forward because they don't want to be prosecuted for for. For engaging in prostitution. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It would be very interesting to see what this would ultimately look like. Uh, would people be more open to admitting that they get prostitutes? I think it would still be taboo, probably for a while. You think? But if maybe eventually, I don't know. I think like, let's say it's instituted in the next year. You think then ten years down the road, people are like, oh, I'm just going to my prostitute tonight. I think I think like companies would still Sheila. frown up, frown upon it. You think? It'd be like a therapist. Because like, like, even though marijuana is legalized, I think companies still frown upon that, too. Because it's taboo it's like now. Time. It was probably, I don't know, I wasn't around during the end of Prohibition. Were you? Uh, I, I, miss, I missed that by a few years. missed it by a few years. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was a little taboo at the, when it first started out, and then now look at it. Uh, that, uh, if you like, you were drinking, you were... Uh... It's going to be, would it become so normal place, and I read this, too, that it, it's become normal place in Nevada where you, you can bring, like, let's say... Let's say somebody's mom is, is a prostitute. You bring her to school is what for career day. <laughs> well, that might How do you explain that to kids? It's going to be a tough one. I, it, even if they legalize it, it'll still be taboo for a while. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know if this is actually going to make it because a while, although it has some really significant support and it's being introduced. I don't think it's, it will. It's got a ways to go before it actually happens. Yeah, I think this is this is I don't think this is going much farther. Who proposed this, by the way? Decrim New York. It's a coalition that uh, was formed to decriminalize prostitution. Mm. And there's been other sex workers who've supported it as well. Mm. There's also these these senators. Yeah, it's co-sponsored by State Senator Julia Salazar. We'll have her on next time. We'll discuss it. Yeah. I mean, it would be a good back and forth between somebody who wants it and somebody who doesn't. It's a really sensitive issue. Yeah, I, I get both sides of it. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's important to mention that if this law was to pass, right now it mostly focuses on, on decriminalizing sex work. But if, if, if they're going to pass something like this, I think there has to be a larger bill that, that puts in place new regulations that, of how a legal system would work where brothels and sex work is legalized. Like that needs to happen simultaneously. You mean repeal and replace? Repeal and replace. <laughs> they were going to repeal and replace... All the hookers. All the hookers. <laughs> totally repeal and replace. Uh, yeah. Repeal and replace, yeah. So at the bottom line, at the end of the day, we're probably going to be seeing uh, on air, most street corners, scooters and e-bikes, not so much hookers. Wow. What a world we're going to live in. Yeah. New York? <laughs> Welcome, guys. <laughs> Welcome to New York. We do everything here. We're a good time. Yeah. We'll just try. I mean, look. We're, we're, we're the, t the guinea pig for all of this. Yeah. We're the guinea pig for the scooters. We're the guinea pig for this. Although New Jersey, I think, has the scooters. And I'm told it's a disaster in Hoboken. <laughs> hey, why don't we start the prostitution in Hoboken and see what happens there? 
Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, we'll, we'll use another another city as a guinea pig first. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, all right. We'll keep we'll keep everybody updated. And, and on now everybody's like Jesse Weber supports prostitution. <laughs> we should do that on our. That's uh, the headline. Our headli- headline. Yeah. Out of this. yeah. Yeah. All right. Good times. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.